You're in a new relationship with Jesus. You're in a new relationship with Jesus revealed through Holy Spirit. Next verse, please. Verse 3. Therefore I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. Self-explanatory. Next verse, please. Verse 4. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different types of gifts, but the same Spirit. So that when you see one person saying a certain thing, or doing a certain thing, or revealing Holy Spirit in a different way, don't be confused about it, because it's still the same Spirit speaking. So he's later going to explain the different manifestations of the Holy Spirit, but he's trying to let them know that this life you are called into will manifest in so many ways. Remember, Paul, too, was just figuring out this new life in the Holy Spirit himself. And these are the things he had come to notice and understand with Holy Spirit. And so he had to write all these letters to all these churches. And here he's telling the Corinthians, don't be ignorant. The same way he told the Ephesians, don't be ignorant. Verse 5, there are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. Different kinds of service. We have all these different ministries. Even though they may appear to be different, it is the same Lord. It's the same Holy Spirit. This is how he functions. He has endorsed all of these moves of his spirit. It is his purpose. At the end of the day, he wants his purpose to be fulfilled in the lives of his people. And this purpose is totally different from the purpose of the speechless God which you were serving. This God you're going to serve is giving you so many diverse gifts and you're going to be moving so differently. But don't be confused. It is the same spirit. Next verse, please. And Nadia, is he talking about when they say uh, different kinds of services? Are they talking about like Lutheran, Baptist? Are they talking about things like that and and today? You know what I mean? Great question. So no. Remember in that day, the church was one, right? It was, they were called the people of the way. You know, when we had that teaching and we're talking about Moses having this covering and blocking the revealing of that glory which he received on Mount Sinai in interacting with God, we did say things like denominations that block Holy Spirit, right? So at this time, though, all of that was not there. Lutheran, all the stuff, they weren't there. So he's not referring to that at all. We will get to what he's referring to, but just to answer your question, he is referring to like the gifts of speaking in tongues and oh, prophecy. Yeah. Yes. Interpreting. Okay. Yes, all of that. And okay. as we continue to read, he's building up to, to that. Okay, God, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, next verse, please. Verse six There are different kinds of working. But the same God works all of them in all men. That's it. That is the dunamis of God, that Holy Spirit energizing each one of us for a particular purpose. It's not, hey, I'm going to the God of this for rain. I'm going to the God of this for fertility. I'm going to the God of... No. 
It is one God manifesting in his powerful way through every one of us, making sure that all the gifts he has given to his body blesses the body of Christ. And maybe we are running to other sources for breakthrough and healing and transform life because we aren't taught to allow Holy Spirit to express himself in us to bless the body. Next verse, please. Verse 7. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. That's it. Every expression of the Spirit is given to bring God's purposes into full focus. Into full focus. That's what God is all about. Next verse. Verse 8. To one there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. Okay. So this is where we begin to break down the gifts. Let's start with wisdom. The word of wisdom. This word, it clears the air. When you're confused, when you don't know where to go, the word of wisdom comes in and it just prevails. And it's a gift that many of us possess. You might be so disrupted, so many things going on. You don't know what to do and you just call that one person and they release the word of wisdom over you and it just changes the atmosphere. It just gives you a whole new perspective and you're no longer all over the place. Have any of you had that happen for you? All the time. (laughs) Yes, so... That is what it's supposed to do. The word of wisdom is supposed to bring that clarity. So I want us to take note that wisdom is not the gift of the spirit. Even unbelievers can gain wisdom. Nadia, can you say what you just said again? Wisdom is not a gift of the spirit. Even unbelievers can gain wisdom. However, the gift of the word of wisdom is a supernatural gift that's available to the body of Christ. The word of wisdom is God's wisdom pertaining to the events happening in your life. It could be future events. It is God giving you information that will come from only God. And he imparts to us. So when you have this word of wisdom, you're supposed to use it for yourself and for others. I I like, so what you're saying that non-believers can have the spirit of wisdom, did you say they can have wisdom. They can have wisdom. Yeah, they okay. can. Yeah, wisdom can work with them. But this what we're talking about is a supernatural wisdom. Yes, this one is supernatural. This one is supernatural. So an example I will give is in Acts 21 from verse 10 to 14. So after we had been there a number of days, a prophet named Agabus came from Judea. Coming over to us, he took Paul's belt tied his own hands and feet with it and said, the Holy Spirit says, in this way, the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem will bind the owner of this belt and will hand him over to the Gentiles. When he heard this, we and the people, we pleaded with Paul not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, why are you weeping and breaking my heart? I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die in Jerusalem For the name of the Lord Jesus. When he would not be persuaded, he gave up and said, the the Lord's will be done. 
So the next one we're going to get into is the word of knowledge. So just like we said with wisdom, knowledge is not a gift of the spirit. The gift of the word of knowledge is a supernatural gift of soul. So when you see people of the world using knowledge is what they use to build all these huge theaters, all these movies they act, you know, they, they get into the material and get into knowledge. So knowledge is available to all who want it. So like wisdom, knowledge is not a gift of the spirit. But what we're talking about is the word of knowledge. It is a supernatural gift for the body of Christ. It is available to us. So it's God knowledge pertaining to events past and present given to a believer. Jesus had the word of knowledge in operation in John 4 when he met the Samaritan woman at the well and he told her that she had five husbands, right? She said, the one you're currently living with is not your husband. That was Jesus moving in the word of knowledge. Jesus knew that because the Holy Spirit told him he was filled with wisdom, knowledge, all of that that he, he had. Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit when he was baptized in water by John. So we are also anointed with the Holy Spirit and power according to Acts 1.8. And we can do the same works that Jesus did. You know, two Saturdays ago, before I continue, I, I want to just give us a list. We'll get into discerning of spirits, but... These gifts are called revelation gifts. The word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, they are called revelation gifts. They are gifts that reveal something. And you see that very much in operation in our midst. And every time we have Bible studies and we begin to dig into it and your eyes begin to open as revelation comes forth, that is the gift of revelation flowing through. You know, you read it a certain way. Valerie tells me all the time. She's like, I read the scriptures. I'm going to see where Nadia is going to go with this. And then when we come together, she's like, oh my God, it's totally different from anything I thought was going to happen because we give room for revelation to flow. That's what it's supposed to be. And you see this gives very operational in our midst. I was going to say two Saturdays ago, Yvette and Apolline and Marie and... Fidel and Ime and I and Sheila were all there. It happens to Apolline a lot. If you guys uh, get to know Apolline, hopefully, Apolline, you can show everybody your face. But Apolline, every time she's in, I believe, in a, in a place where the gift of revelation is flowing, her gift hides up. And sometimes she gets one revelation, but this particular Saturday, it was so much revelation, and I'm posting that teaching from tomorrow to Monday. It was a lot of revelation on the body of Jesus. So, because it was such deep revelation that even the church is not aware of why we take the body of Jesus, Apolline was so into it, and revelation began to flow through her. And this beautiful woman just began to receive so much words of knowledge from the Spirit of God concerning every one of us. Amen. The revelation she was receiving was more than her words could say. She didn't have enough words to express the numerosity of revelation that was pouring into her. 
Wow. And so we just sat by the table and we just allowed this woman to use her gift. She just moved in her anointing. She just sat on her throne and began to administer what the Spirit of God was depositing within her. And all of us began to receive this wine of the Holy Spirit. And we drank and we drank and we drank. The only reason we left was because Fidel had to go to work. But like, even when we came out, she's like, I wish we could just stay on and on. And I, I got to hear that even when they moved on to where they were going, she continued to flow in it. So where the spirit of the Lord is allowed to flow endlessly through his people, you will find that happen. You will find people begin to move in their gifts. And I don't want to just restrict it to those three because remember, like I said, Paul was just seeing these expressions coming forth within the body through the power of the Holy Spirit. Even last Saturday, we were going to teach on the Holy Spirit. Marie had no clue what I was going to teach on. But the Lord showed her in a dream. She saw me in the Holy Spirit on the floor, just soaked in the Holy Spirit and just, you know, carried away in the Holy Spirit. And some of you, she also saw there. And then we recognized that people were going to come into the gathering. And that's when we got up and started setting up the chairs for everybody. The Lord also gave her a word from scripture, which I sat, she read out unto me. And after she read that over me, she began to release the revelation of Holy Spirit through her over me. And I received it. So these are the things I continue to expect. You know, it just flows. Like we do these prayers for an hour, but once we're done, it just keeps moving. It just keeps moving like that. That's a word of knowledge. I want to give examples within us because most of you know I flow in most of this gift. So I don't want to personalize it because it is for each one of us. It's not just for the, the preacher or the teacher or whatever has been created. Because like we will go on to see, you will see that the hand the eye, the ear, all of that. All of us are supposed to function for a purpose and be a blessing to the body. So next verse, please. <laughs> yes, verse 9. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. Awesome. So those are the power gifts, right? You have faith. It's, you just have this incredible faith, and most of you have moved in that too. I could give so many testimonies of how you stood up in faith, you know, and, and did what you did. But yes, it's a gift. They are called power gifts because those gifts, they cause you to do something. We have sat on this forum and prayed over people and they have received their healing. Linda is here. You did not give me permission to share your testimony, but you were prayed here and the very next day, the blood that kept pouring out of you and hurting you and making you tired and unable to move about, what happened? You sent me a voicemail um, last week. Um, praise God. Amen. So um, I had to go through a series of tests for months. After I go through one, you'll be like, okay, we discovered this. You have to go for another and the last time was when we prayed before I went for the last one, which they had to scream me for cancer. And um, so on Tuesday, I went and then I ran three tests um, that day. And to God be the glory. Um, the doctor was like, he's going to get back to me 
So it happened on Tuesday. On Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I got a call from the hospital and I'm like, okay, so what's going on? He's like, I just want to tell you everything looks perfect. You're good to go. We didn't find any problems in you. So you're just doing just good. And the first thing I told him is like, you made my day. And I'm like, thank you, God. God just answered my prayer. From like the, the first test, they said I had a lot of gas in my uterus. I had cloudy stuff in my uterus. And it just went, today you go for ultrasound. You see something else, you go for MRI. They tell you another thing, you go for this, and then you get another result. And it was just unending. But then God, who is capable of giving you new organs, new everything, just did what he alone can do. So I just want to thank God for healing me. And, and I want to thank you all for standing in the gap for me, even when I couldn't do anything for myself. I heard you all praying. And funny enough, I sent a, I called my mom and I told my mom, and my mom specifically sent a message to thank you all. She had tried sending it to me three times, but then it couldn't come through. She just said she sent me a message and a prayer for every one of you um, with appreciation and everything. So she, my mom, on behalf of my family, is also sending her thanks <laughs> for you all standing in the gap for me. So I just want to praise God. So, yeah, so the power gifts, they do something. Yeah, and you guys see, it's me, we prayed for Ivy here, and she was bleeding profusely too, even at work, she couldn't go to work for over a month, and you guys prayed over her, she hadn't slept in days. That very night, she slept like a baby. She, like 30 minutes after this, I sent her a message and she didn't respond because she was asleep. She slept yeah. until she responded to my message around past 8 a.m. She said, Nadia, this is the first night I have slept fully. Until yeah. today, this girl has not been in hospital and she's no longer bleeding too. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. And, you know, we could spend the whole oh. time talking about what Holy Spirit has done in our midst because we have allowed Him to express Himself oh. through us and to be a blessing to each one of us. Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's Spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth is released upon those you love, to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths, the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now.